Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Book Journeys Radio, an interview series for authors in transformation. From the basic fundamentals of selecting a book topic and overcoming writer's block to advanced techniques for publishing and marketing your books. Don't forget to check out our complete schedule and archive shows at blogtalkradio.com forward slash book dash journeys. Now, get ready to make a difference with your book with your host, founder of the Author Incubator, Dr. Angela Loria. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Book Journeys Radio. So excited to have you guys here. So much stuff going on. It is summer as we are broadcasting right now. And for many people, summer is a time to to read those beachy novels. Um, but for our authors, it has been a time to turn around uh, new books very quickly. I am just back from Portland where we were able to help uh, four new authors get their books done in three days, which was super exciting. And we are going to have the opportunity to talk about that little pro- about that process a little bit today with our guest, Jan Boshert, who also wrote her book at one of our Three Days to Done events. Jan, thanks so much for being with us today. Oh, I see you there, but I don't hear you. Are you on mute? Hello? Well, we seem to be having some challenges with GM's line. Uh, and so, hmm, not 100% sure how to deal with that. Hold on one second, everyone, and I'm going to see if we can get GM's line going. Uh, I know she's there because I see her. So let me turn her microphone off and turn it back on again. All right, let's try that now. Jan, are you there? Angel, can you hear me? Yes. Now we got you. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm like, good. Oh, that was a little scary there for a minute. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, awesome. I don't know what was going on. Well, we we got it working now. I turned your microphone off and I turned it back on again, so it could have been off. Okay. So, um, Jan is the author of The Ethical Exit. So, let's get started. Um, why don't you tell people about your book and why you wrote it? Um, the Ethical Exit is kind of my journey. Um, as I was making some transitions in my life, some pretty big transitions, I had worked in corporate America for many, many years and had come to a new place in my life and decided that it was time for me to branch out on my own and do my own consultant uh, work. And for me, it was about writing about that journey and how to help transition people to make the same uh, kind of leap, as you will. So many people that I was seeing and coaching were wanting to do the same thing for so many years and just didn't know how to do it. So I journaled a lot from a lot of my clients uh, leading up to it and came up with a really good plan on how to transition. And then that's what I did. I wrote about that process. So it's all about how to leave in a good way. <laughs> Too many yeah, people so just throw their keys why... in and say, screw it. You know, and that's, that's just not the way to go. That's just not the way to leave. So, so you actually call your book the ethical exit. Um, which I guess is the opposite of just saying screw it and walking out the mm-hmm. door. 
Um, mm-hmm. For you, right. why why was making an ethical exit important? Why do you think that's the right way to go? Well, I think for me, integrity is just it's just part of who I am. Being raised in the South, you know, we we've always been taught there's a right way to do everything, and that you know you need to follow that right path. And for me, I had seen over and over and over again in the corporate world where people had not left in the right way, and it impacted them. It impacted the company. It impacted their future life going down that the path. And a lot of times, it was just something very, very simple that a good conversation could have fixed and um, instead they make emotional decisions in the in the heat of the moment and do things that a lot of times or most of the time they'll later regret. And so uh, for me it was all about, you know, being clear about what I wanted to do and how I wanted to do it and how I wanted to leave in a good way so that nobody was left in, in a lurch as as you can imagine, um, having been in that role, it was important for me to leave the company in a, in a good way. It, my reasons for leaving had absolutely nothing to do with the company. They had everything to do with me. So there was no way that I wanted to do anything to leave them short or, or in a bind just because I was leaving. So it was just important to me to maintain that level of integrity. So, and you actually, um, you work with people who who want to make an ethical exit. What do you think is the biggest obstacle that you that you hear for, from people? What's the hardest thing for people about wanting to make that ethical exit? The, the biggest thing is people wait until they're to the point where it's just like, I'm just ready to throw my hands up and quit, as opposed to really mm-hmm. thinking things through prior to that, they wait until the situation gets so bad that they're either on the brink of being fired or they're just going to have to quit to maintain their sanity. And I would encourage everybody, that's a little too late in the process. I mean, not too mm. late, but I mean, it's way late in the process to um, to make it in a right way because a lot of times those bridges have already been burned. So then how are you, how are you going to rectify that before you leave? So one of the things I, I think is a lot of times people don't seek the help that they need uh, to to make the plan and transition early enough, and it, you know it gets to that you know do or die point uh, where either they're going to have their future freed up by their boss, or they're going to end up um, you know doing something that they're going to regret and not have a plan B in place to make that happen. So yeah. I, I see that regularly. Yeah, that's fantastic. So let's talk about your process of writing your book. Um, Just starting with this question is, before you actually wrote your book, did you imagine it completed? Did you know uh, what it would look like, what it would feel like to have it done? I I thought that I did. I thought that I had a good uh, idea of what it was, but what I thought and what it actually ended up being were two different things. <laughs> so you, know, you can have an idea. Yeah, you can have an idea in your mind, but going through the process of three days to done and and you know working with you guys and helping to get really really clear about a lot of those things that were still foggy in my um, in my imagination as far as to what it would be like were very very helpful to me. And so that that way when it was done, it was like. 
gosh, this is just exactly it. I thought I had in my mind what I wanted a cover to look like, and my cover looks absolutely nothing like what I thought that I wanted in the beginning after I got very clear and had some input and some consult from people who knew way more about the process than I did. Mm-hmm. I love that. So let's talk about Three Days to Done. Um, you have mm-hmm. written You have written books before this one. Yes. Everything that I'd done before was a technical writing. I write textbooks for um, um, in different aspects of healthcare. I'd written textbooks and I'd written manuals and training manuals and, you know, even some online training modules. Uh, but I had never done an emotional work, I guess mm-hmm. would be my best thing. Everything that I had done was very factual, very research-based, very black and white, um, very outlined. You know, there was there was no room for opinion. Uh, and so it was um, a totally different aspect of writing. Um, there was not feeling. <laughs> there's not feeling in a textbook. <laughs> it's just facts. Um, you know, just things that you, you know, different trends that you have to do or how to track certain things, how to document, all of those different things. But it's very fact-based, and it didn't uh, allow me to put as much of my heart and emotion into it as the book that I recently did. And your and with um and with the textbooks they're probably collaborative, right? Like I'm guessing there were people who needed to read chapters and sign off on them and approve things right. and fact check. Right. Yeah. So while the three day process might not work for every type of book, why don't you talk about why you thought for this book? Uh, writing it in three days, writing the first draft anyway in three days, why that might be possible. And what do you think are some of the qualities of a book that can be written in in that time frame? Um, One of the things for me was the removal from my day-to-day. Because so many times, you know, I can do factual work on a schedule. But when you're trying to get into – the inner aspects of of your thoughts and your feelings and what was coming up for you at certain moments or or you know dreaming and scheming of what that next thing looks like it's real important for you to be able to be creative about that and you've got to be able to clear your mind and clear your thoughts around that so being able to be removed from that situation was for the 3 days and and be in an environment where that was very, very conducive for just a lot of retrospective and introspective work was very, very helpful for me. It allowed my thoughts to just totally be focused on what I was needing to do and what I was needing to get done. It was done in a very structured way, but it gave um, merit to different kinds of thoughts throughout the day as far as what I was going to be writing about. And so for me, that was very, very helpful to um, help kind of guide my um, thoughts and emotions in certain directions. So I think that, and when it comes to the types of books, um, I think those that are, um, that require a lot of additional research behind them or a lot of, of additional data work, you know, it would require that if I were going to do my other book in, in three days, it would require me to bring a library almost with me mm-hmm. to 
be able to cross-reference and pick best practices and all that kind of stuff, those anything that's going to require that level of data um, analysis is probably not suited for the three-day. Um, I would say more, and, and I'm certainly not the expert, but for me, I would say anything that is a thought-based work or a heart-based work is something that can be done in in the three to you know five days or so uh, process. And you you knew right from the beginning that you wanted uh, when, when the opportunity to do three days to then came up, you knew that would be a good fit. So let's talk about. <laughs> Um, not just yeah, personality, not just book style, but personality style. What made you think you right. could do that? <laughs> One of the things was uh, for me, I had always worked in a very fast-paced, deadline kind of um, environment in the corporate world, and so I'm very accustomed to deadlines. The problem was I couldn't set them as well for myself when it came to emotional work. So for me, I had started along the process and kind of had done a little bit of the work um, on outlines and kind of that thing on the kind of the six-month plan, I guess, or the three-month plan um, with you guys. But then when it came up that it was three days to done, I was just, it just hit home with me. It was like, this is it. This is what I need to do. I'm a get-her-done girl, and I can do this. And so for me, it was just, I didn't really even have to think about it, and, and Angela, you know that. I really didn't have to think about it. I was like, okay, this works for me. I, I want to just do it and get it done. I don't want to play with it for three or six months because I kept finding myself going back and going back and going back. And so I had to get to the point for myself that said good is good enough. It's not. Mm-hmm. It may not be perfect when it rolls, but good is good enough. And so in the three days to done, that's the place that I was able to get to uh, to launch the book. And so for me, it was it was very it, it was more lessons than one, can I say, in, in that whole process. Yeah. So what what do you think worked best about that process for you? What what were some of your favorite things about it? Uh, you talked about obviously being removed from your daily life. I think that's one of the mm-hmm. big keys for sure. Right. I think we had both private time and group time where we could bounce ideas off of other people that were in the same spot that we were. Um, We had experts there, but we also had peers there that we could collaborate with and say, hey, give me your honest feedback because you you may want to read this at some point. Tell tell me what you think. Is this, you know, what does this look like? And and part of it is when we did our own, um, one of the exercises in the beginning where we had to, you had us to write some different paragraphs around different topics or whatever. It was almost like a speed writing um, exercise. It was very, very helpful. And then we read those aloud. And then you could see in comparison to other people's writing styles where you were, what you, it kind of brought home some of the things that you needed to pay attention to about your own writing style. And for me, that was very helpful mm, to hear from the other that. peers, their writing styles as well. Um, I also like the fact that, you know, you were right there. John was right there. We were able to decide, get the um, the book covers done, and it was all about, um, you know, he listened to what our book was about, and he knew who we were, and 
how, you know, what our interactions and the messages that we wanted to uh, get out there. And so he was very able to, you know, very creatively come up with something that really did match and resonate with each one of us. And so that was very helpful as well to know that when you went home, oh, gosh, this is is done. Yeah, that was very rewarding. So during your time there, did you... Did you have moments where you experienced writer's block or didn't know what to say or felt stuck in some way? And can you talk about how you got through those moments? Yeah, there was one time that I kind of had gotten to a place where I thought, I've said all I need to say about this. Because for me, I knew it internally, you know, what the process was and everything. But I knew also that it wasn't, enough content at that point to to meet the standard of what needed to be for a particular chapter. And so that's that's when I called you in and I said, Angel, I'm kind of stuck here. I, I'm, I'm not thinking of additional things. And so you sat there and you brainstormed with me for probably 30 or 40 minutes, maybe an hour, I don't know, time flew, but brainstormed some different things around what you had read in that particular thing you asked some additional questions around what I was writing and that triggered for me additional things that would be content that needed to be applied in that in that moment that I had totally forgotten about and that I needed to go back and say and so you know having someone there to question you and to ask the additional information to trigger those thoughts to get it down on paper was so helpful so helpful. I mean, I would have been stuck there, and I would have left it, and I would have probably chunked that chapter if if mm. I hadn't had that to, to do. So, yeah, it and was, so it was interesting as, all the way around. And so, after uh, your your book came out, not long after, I know it was released in March. Can you talk about some mm-hmm. of the things that have come out of being an author, out of having a book? Hmm. Yeah, I've done radio interviews. I've got some book signings that have set up. I mean, I've gotten um, I've gotten clients from that. One of the clients this week that I got was from the Dominican Republic, who had oh my gotten my book. And literally, when I was doing her initial consult with her, I mean, she was quoting me from the book. She was quoting my so exercises, awesome. and I was like. You really memorized this, didn't you? <laughs> she was like, "Yes, I did." And so, which is so cool. Very... Then you get to go even deeper, right? You don't have to start yes. with doing exactly. that work. They come I don't to have the to... table already prepared. She knew the exercises. She knew my accountability model. She knew the ABC. She had. I mean, she says, I'm in C. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you really have done the work, haven't you? And so it was It was really, really um, heartwarming to, to have that kind of impact. And at this point, I'm helping her transition through some things that she's doing. Um, but more than anything else, it's allowed me to reach clients that normally I wouldn't have uh, ever had contact with through the book. Um, they would have probably never found me, but through the work, and then there's links in there that say how to contact me or whatever, then they're able to do that. And, you know, for me, I've um, helped a lady in New York 
create a whole new uh, entrepreneurial program for enrichment enhancement for children in the arts division. So, I mean, there's just all kinds of things that have come from this that she would have never found me had it not been for the book. I mean, I guess is is the biggest takeaway from that. Uh, it's been and it's been very very rewarding. Of, uh, you had sort of a surprising um, personal. A personal change that happened when you wrote the book, and I don't think these things are unconnected. And so I want to share this. What happens a lot with our authors is they're very clear on their outcome, they're very clear on why they want to write a book, and then often when their book comes out, something else happens. So we've had people um, write a book about finding love and find love themselves. We've had people write books about forgiving uh, forgiving someone they love and then having a major reconnection with that person. And and you had sort of a similar thing happen. Do you want to talk about kind of what happened in your professional life? I did. Actually, the book, the week that the book came out, the company that I left called ethically. and wanted ethically, that I left ethically, <laughs> called and asked me to sign a long-term consultant contract with them to do some consultant work on my terms <laughs> from my uh, perspective. And so I did, and I still do consultant work in addition uh, to the coaching and everything with that company. Because I left in a good way, there was there was a place for them and a time for them to say, you know what, I really miss what you brought to the table and I need your expertise. I'll I'll give in to everything that you want. And basically I ended up um in this situation financially better than I was working the, you know, nine to five, five days a week, you know, ninety oh, yeah. hour a week job. Um I came out much, much better, uh, let's just say. Um, and it was, and I'm still doing that. And those were terms, them right now. those were terms you had suggested before that were not accessible. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I wanted to work. Wanted to work from home. Didn't you know? Didn't want to travel as much and those kinds of things. But in that setting, it just wasn't. It wasn't the norm. And so, um, for me, it was just at that point. It was like I had to let it go to let it come back. And so mm. I loved the company where I was, the mission and the vision and everything was totally in line with who I am and, and my goals in life and, and what I know and what I do. It was just the fact that there were some circumstances. I have grandchildren and I have a husband and a daughter in college and, you know, I just, I didn't want to be gone anymore. I was just, I was just at a different season in my life. And so for me, that was the prompting that said, you know, I'm, I'm not being the best me at this point and so mm. that was that was my reason for leaving and so now I'm getting to be the best me and do what I genuinely love to do from the places that I love to do it so and help other people create that for themselves which is absolutely absolutely which is so much fun for me to be able to help other people to create that same kind of life since that time there's probably five five or six people that have gone through the journey with me and are now in their own entrepreneurial adventure. You know, I've got everything from um, 
uh, people opening restaurants to doing after school programs to doing a consultant practice to uh, opening their own teaching and learning academy to opening a dance studio. I mean, you name it. I mean, it's just the transitions are the same. It's just about finding out what your heart passions are and what you would like to do. Mm, I love that. So, uh, first of all, if people want to find out more about that and more about working with you, where should they go to find out about that? They can go to my website. It's uh, com, and uh, they can go on the page where it says Contact Me, and there's um, you can actually download some of the worksheets that were used in the book there, but you can also schedule a 30-minute uh, consult with me there, and um, I'll be glad to talk with you about you know, where you are in your process and what you need in addition and see if there's some way that I could possibly help you. I love that. So if you go to Amazon.com and you type in The Ethical Exit, you'll find Jan Boshert's book. You can definitely grab yourself a copy of that. And um, and then you'll also see the spelling for Jan's name. So you can go to janboshert.com. We'll also put it in the show notes for this show. Um, so you'll find it there or find it at Amazon. Um, Jan, before we go, one last question for you. There are sure. so many people who want to write a book and who want to write a book that, that changes people's lives and makes a difference. What advice mm-hmm. would you give to someone who wants to do it but hasn't been able to you know, cross the same threshold that you have? Just do it. I mean, there's there's always tomorrow, there's always the next day, there's the next day, but just getting it in your mindset that this is going to be something that I'm going to do, you know, it's not something that you put off because once you put it off, it's, you know, it continues to be put off. I mean, I put off writing a book for years and I just, you know, an emotional book and this just happened to be the time that I said, you know what, I'm doing it. And it makes a total difference in your life. The credibility that you get from that, you know, the different radio shows, the different places that I've been able to speak and teach and and help people from that has been extraordinarily um, beneficial to me. And so I would just encourage anybody that even thinks that they've got a book that's ready to be birthed in their soul, you know, the world deserves it. And so... Um, why you know it's it's selfish to hold that back in a way. So I would encourage anybody just do it. There will be people there to help you through the process, to help you transition through that, to walk you through, to get you through to each of the different steps, and you can get it done. It's if I can do it, anybody can do it. So uh, I you know I can't encourage that enough. Mm. Awesome, great advice, Jan Boshart is the author of The Ethical Exit, which you can find at Amazon. You can go to com for more information. If you have an ethical exit that you would like some help making and Jan can help you out, thank you so much for being our guest today. Thank on you, Angela. Thank you. And we will be back next week with another guest talking about books that make a difference, how you can create something that goes beyond yourself, that helps people in the Dominican Republic, that helps people all around the world that might not otherwise be able to find you. I love watching that come together for our authors, and that's why we are committed to changing the world one book 
at a time. See you next week, everyone. This has been another episode of Book Journeys Radio, where we're changing the world one book at a time. To find out more about how you can get your book written, published, and promoted, visit www.theauthorincubator.com.